Hello, you're listening to recommendations from Ayataka Spurs or Otafu Susume. I'm Wes. And I'm Jen. And today we're going to be looking at our interests and 2017 So let's get started. Um, so hi everyone, Jen and here. Uh, welcome to recommendations from my otaku spouse, or Otafu Susume for short. If this is your first time listening, thanks for coming. Jen and I have been watching anime for a while now. We've got some different interests that we always wanted to politely force the other one to share with us. Mm. Normally by tying the other one down onto the sofa and going, hey, watch this. Bedroom only. What we want to do today, kind of as an intro, would just talk about our general interests in anime, what we're looking for usually when we look at new seasons or new shows, and then what we felt about the last year. This way you can get to know us and kind of what we're looking forward to as we go on. As well as we can judge each other on our differing tastes or similar tastes. There is endless judging. Endless judging. So we're actually not going to do it like a normal year in review style podcast. We'll do it more of a... Well, we, we've looked at each of the anime that we watched each season, and we've picked one that we've liked and one that we didn't like as much, and we don't know what each other's likes and dislikes are, so we're going to go through each season of anime and then discuss what we liked and what we didn't like from the season. That's the plan. Um, I guess, quick background, I've been watching anime for decades now, I'm too old, and really what I'm always looking for are more happy stories. I like... I love romance anime that aren't too filled with pointless drama. I love giant robot anime that are hot-blooded adventure. I love sports anime that are always about going out and giving everything you've got and trying your best. And when it comes to anime, really, it's a bit of escapism for me. So that's kind of what I look for as I go there. And I guess I've been watching anime for decades as well. And when I look for an anime, I'm looking for great characters and character interaction a great plot i like romance but as long as it doesn't have unnecessary drama or fluff and i enjoy i get i enjoy the hot-blooded shows and the sports anime but not as much as wes i also like some good plot and backstory in my anime nah. <laughs> anyway let's jump in Quick breakdown, just so that we can have our terms online. Winter anime is first quarter. That's going to be your January to March anime. Coming into April, we go into spring. That goes for three months. Then July starts off summer. And then after three months, we come into October for the fall anime. Which is just finished. Which is just finished, yeah. We're actually getting geared up to start in the new winter season. So, Wes, what did you like from winter 2017? Last winter was a good season, actually. There was a lot of things that we watched. There was a lot of stuff we watched. And there was a lot of them that I really liked. Um, I'm definitely, though, my favorite of that season had to be Yojo Senki. It ticked every box for me. It had stupid historical references, even though they mixed World War I and World War II. It had great characters. It had lots of fun action. And then it ended in such a way that's just making me really, really wish we get a season two for the North Africa campaign. Uh, I mean, basic premise for Yojo Senki is that a Japanese salaryman time slips because the Japanese love their time slips slash traveling to a different world. Well, not exactly time slips. More time is put there on purpose by God. Yes. 
he gets pushed in front of a train in modern Japan and wakes up in the body of an orphan, like six year old girl in sometime between World War One, World War Two, Germany. No, she's a baby when he wakes oh, up. Oh yeah, he is. A, she is a baby, and then she grows she, up in the orphanage with her. Yeah, we kind of rejoin her as she's like eight or nine or something. What's different, of course, barring I mean, ignoring the whole we're somewhere in between World War One and World War Two, and we're not entirely sure where, and. Hitler is more the Kaiser, is more a very charismatic looking middle-aged man, is that there's magic everywhere. And all of the nations have different forms of magic, and they've just merged that into the rest of their war campaign. And Germany's still trying to take over Europe. It's not exactly Germany. It's Germany. Oh yeah, it's Germany, but it's not Germany. It's Germany. They get away with it because it's it's a fantasy world that's heavily based on actions that happened in our world, which is why the salary man can kind of Meta game a little. Yeah, it's great fun. Um, <laughs> because his number one goal is how do I A, survive, and B, make sure that everything turns out well for me in the end. And yet he accidentally winds up as their ace mage on the front lines. It's great. Oh, yeah. On the front lines is the emphasis. And God is always coming back and being and dicking around with him. Uh, Sonzai X, mysterious being X. Oh, yes. That's why um, Mysterious Being X is being a bit of a dick to our main character is because he doesn't believe in God and he's like, you're just some kind of entity who has powers, but you're not God. No, but it was great. It was well animated. Highly recommended to anyone out there. That was that first their first uh, anime. Yeah, it was the first anime for that studio as well. You're right. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant in every way. I, I, I actually really enjoyed your Josinki as well. That was so, one that we watched pretty much every week. Yeah. So, Jen, what was your favorite of Winter 2017? My favorite from Winter 2017, because I had a feeling you'd pick your Josinki. And your Josinki, <laughs> like, I was debating your Josinki and Kobayashi Sisan Chi no Made Dragon. Kobayashi's Made Dragon. Yes. That was that season. Yeah. It was, it was. good. Oh, it was so funny. I guess in the end, I ended up picking up the romance anime and you ended up picking up the, uh, the more story-driven, serious one. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yojo Senki, um, which the subtitle, by the way, was Saga of Tanya the Evil, which is totally unfair, was totally a romance anime about the love for a young patriot and her country. <laughs> but we're getting off the subject. I love you, Germany-san. <laughs> <laughs> Notice me, Germany. I'm <laughs> oh, sorry, it wasn't Germany. I can't actually remember it what the country was, was called. <laughs> anyway... <laughs> Because Kobayashi's Made Dragon is about a woman called Kobayashi who's a programmer, which I really loved. I love that she was a programmer and she wears suits and she's very, you know, relaxed. She's just, she seems like an, an average Japanese person, like a more realistic average Japanese person than your majority female protagonist. And she opens her front door one day to find a dragon standing outside. And what she doesn't realize is that she, well, she quickly realizes that she got very drunk ran into this dragon, saved her life, and the dragon swore that she would uh, serve her in exchange for saving her life. And so what's the best way to serve a human but to become a maid? So she transforms into a maid and starts living with this human and hijinks ensues. Yeah, so this was done by KyoAni, who've done just... Everything. Everything. Got <laughs> they new, are my got, favorite studio. They've got a new show every season, and sometimes they're great, and sometimes they're not. And this, thankfully, was... Definitely one of the up peaks based on a uh, manga. Yeah, a Yonkama, a four panel gag manga. I, I had a lot of fun with this one as well, actually. It was just the characters were all endearing. Um, more dragons show up, some of her coworkers show up. 
so yeah, all the all the characters were really great, and it was interesting seeing like I, I love the openings as well. It had a really good opening. The opening was fun. I liked how it slowly built up a relationship between the two main characters. Like it was a Yuri anime, which I loved, but without being a Yuri anime, it felt organic and realistic as opposed to kind of a will they won't they awkward situation which most yuri anime are yeah you've definitely got the dragon more pushing it and koyashi <laughs> kind of coming in like waking up almost yeah toru definitely especially when whenever she tried to feed kobayashi her tail or not a euphemism <laughs> possibly a euphemism that might have been what they were going for she she does kind of get a bit obsessed about Kobayashi and the other characters do get a little jealous, but mostly because, oh, because of course, because Toru's turned up in Japan, everyone else has to join her as well. And so you have a whole host of fun characters. Yeah. And endless hijinks and so. Endless hijinks. And I really hope they come out with another season. Usually, I guess Kiwani's done some second seasons. That doesn't do. really seem like one of the ones they would, though. So what didn't you like in winter? I you're gonna hate me for this. I didn't like Konosuba. Right. And this is why we see that Jen has horrible two. taste in anime. Konosuba was on my list that I was about to talk about something that I did like. I know. I, Yojo Sanki. <laughs> I know. Oh my god. <laughs> okay, so Konosuba, this was for season two. Full I- name Konosuba Rashi Seikai Nishufukuo, or God's Blessing on this wonderful world. Mm-hmm. Is about a guy it's about an isekai a guy who's thrown into another world and he ends up teaming well what he what he's allowed to do is he's allowed to take whatever he wants into this other world and he wishes to take the goddess with him and she's like what so him and this goddess go to this world and the only way they can get out of it and get her back to being a goddess is to defeat the demon lord but they're really lazy and they don't really try hard or at all. And they keep doing rip quick, get rich quick schemes and then spending all their money on food and drink. Which, oh, man, I can't <laughs> the believe thing, it. it was brilliant. So It was entertaining, but the thing I didn't like about it was just how bad the animation was. The, there, it's and a how, little low budget. And how they just didn't try at all it was frustrating to watch it was entertaining and it was funny because i was watching it with you but if i was watching it by myself i would have dropped it oh my goodness it was so good it was every bad role-playing group you've had on screen and it was a pleasure to watch (laughs) that's because you like running in bad role-playing groups that's true i i like my my plot and my narrative my actual narrative not not a euphemism plot (laughs) Although Darkness was probably my favorite character. Uh, so bad. It was just so many <laughs> stupid little things. Like, oh, no, the characters are brilliant. The show is brilliant. Ignore Jen. Watch the show. No. No, don't. don't <laughs> Although, on it. the same side, one of the shows that I thought about bringing up here for a very similar reason was Kimono Friends. I started watching it and just instantly the weirdly CG animation just put me off and I dropped it. Was that winter? That was winter. Oh. Lot of Friends was winter 2017. And I have heard a lot of good things about it. Like, it's just taken the internet by storm. Um, fans all over the world saying this is such a great show. And I understand that it's supposed to be brilliant and I should watch it. But 
I haven't bad. watched it yet, and I was planning on watching it. Yeah, but it's one of which bad animation can really put me off, um, especially when it feels like lazy animation, which that opening scene that I was seeing in Kimono Friends was just really doing for me because good CG is one thing. I mean, as, we have, as we've obviously seen, Pixar can put it out pretty much yearly. Even if the story's not the best, there's nothing you can complain about the CG. But this just, I mean, it, yeah. But Maybe that's my problem show, with Tonosuba. <laughs> was, that, was that the one that you didn't, that's, you weren't a fan of from Winter, or which was the yeah. one that you picked out? Kimono Friends, I wasn't, as I said, I dropped it. The other, there was honestly three other ones that I was kind of on my short list. But I'm going to do a mix between Kuzuno Honkai and Masamune Kuno Revenge. And Did you finish that one? No, I didn't finish either of them. I've dropped them both. I got a couple episodes into both of them. And I dropped them both. And it was just, as I said in the intro, I really, I do love a good romance anime. And that doesn't mean there can't be drama in it. But when the drama is due to idiot characters refusing to sit down and talk to each other, I'm not going to put up with that. Mm, which I mean, Kuzuno Honkai and... Um, Masamune Kuno Revenge, Revenge were both... both had. Yeah, it was both just people who wouldn't talk to each other people disagree people live different lives people look at things in different ways and that's fine but when like masamune kuno revenge specifically just the whole show could have been avoided if two characters had talked to each other one goes hey you treated me like a jerk and the other one goes what no i didn't and they go oh this was all a misunderstanding but the whole idea with that one was that he was trying to get revenge so he didn't want there to be an understanding he wanted to absolutely humiliate the main character but he's getting revenge for something that the main character didn't do i thought she did nope. oh okay i guess did you watch more than i did probably okay yeah, <laughs> i nope. need to finish that one actually. nope horrible show but i did finish kuzuna honkai and i i regret finishing that one <laughs> but um just because it was just i like I, I i was enjoying it up to the point where you're not going to get a happy ending Great. I don't. Well, yeah. I don't like not things that don't have a happy ending. It starts off that way. You've got two kids dating each other because the two people they want to date are dating other people, and one of them's cheating on the person she's. I don't know. As soon as I started reading into it, I said, "Ah, that kind of shoujo manga dropped." Kind of like a uh, was it Paradise Kiss? Oh gosh, no, worse <laughs> than Paradise Kiss. I didn't like Paradise Kiss because the whole show is, hmm, maybe this abusive relationship is actually a good thing. By the way. It never is. Yeah, but, that's pretty uh, much what Cousin uh, Honka ended up turning into was one of the characters was in an abusive relationship. She was like, oh, I cheat. I sleep with all of these guys and I cheat on you and I'm only really dating you because I want to kind of piss off your little sister because she's in love with you. And then he's like, well, I don't care about that. Marry me. And she's like, okay. And then they get married and you're like, what? So what you're saying is I'm good. Good to have dropped it. Yes. Lovely. Good to have dropped it. Right. Um, so let's sp- jump into spring then? Yeah, spring. Spring right into the next one. And let's go on to the happy side again. Enough of this depressing garbage. Okay. Um, I started winter, so you start spring. What okay. did you like? I absolutely love the show that you did not watch, that I recommend that you watch, called Recreators. Okay. It was very much a sleeper series. Like, I I didn't pick it up on my initial read-through when I looked at all the anime for the season. And I hadn't really heard about it, but then a friend of mine was like, I'm watching this show, you should really check it out. Like, okay. It's about um, video game, anime, and 
like novel characters and manga characters coming from their world into ours. They're brought into the our world by this mysterious girl who seems to be able to like manipulate matter and they team up with this well not really team up well they kind of there is the protagonist but he's actually not involved in it as much and it's the other characters that tend to kind of drive the narrative a lot more than him but he is still very key to the story and what i really liked about it was first of all the music was fantastic second of all the animation was gorgeous holy crap (laughs) third of all the story was really engaging and although the ending was i wouldn't say flat because it had a really good ending it had a realistic ending as well for a a fantasy show about fictional characters coming into our world and that's i like that and it was just really interesting it had me hooked pretty much from the start and i binged through the whole thing is when you should definitely give it a go you've been telling me that a bit i'm just lazy so yeah <laughs> you pretty much don't watch anything after it's after the season's finished unless i sit you down and force you to watch it but i've already seen it so i don't want to watch it again no, i didn't watch these things i just have a list of things oh yeah a long list of things <laughs> um complete opposite of everything you just said my pick of spring 2017 would be kenka bancho otome Really? Seriously? I just, it was, I had a lot of fun with it. I was in there looking through the list of things that we watched. It was, it was a short one. It was something like eight minute episodes. Um, it was honestly to go against what I just complained about Kimono Friends. It was somewhat poorly animated. Yeah, but you said that was finding Konosuba. Konosuba wasn't that badly animated. It was so badly animated. It's a oh my God. No, no, <laughs> no. You were wrong about everything you said about Konosuba. Well, season one, season two, and everything else. It's amazing. Yeah. Uh, no, but Kenko Bansha Otome, it's clearly based on a dating sim. It's like the first thing animated in a series of video games, phone games, whatever. It had its problems, but I liked all the characters. I liked the interaction between the characters. It was like a romance anime without the romance because none of the characters really knew that one of the other characters was a girl because they're in an all-boys school in which the hierarchy is decided through fists and manly spirit phrasing i didn't say the way of the fisting <laughs> it's got stupid yakuza families which i adore in my anime well silly yakuza families that i adore in my anime it's got manly bonding i mean <laughs> phrasing <laughs> it was great it was brilliant and i loved it highly recommend kenko bancho otome i what i liked about that kenko bancho otome is that they knew they didn't have the budget and they're like fine we don't have the budget we're not going to even bother drawing faces or putting color in any of the um npcs the like side characters screw them they're not important what we are going to put the money in is the fights and the fight scenes were really nicely animated like everything else was kind of just pictures and then the mouth would move but then when the fight scene kicked in it was really smooth and well choreographed and even though it was a short anime they were like we don't have this money we're going to put all our budget into this one little thing and it was nice Actually, throughout the season, when we were watching it, uh, Jen and I both commented to each other, man, I really wish that this had gotten full-length episodes instead of the eight-minute cut-down ones. Yeah, it would have been good, but I liked that it was short and sweet and easy to get through. Yeah, but it had enough like story droppings saying, what else is here? What's the relationship between these characters? They could have done so much with it, given a full budget. For what I didn't like in spring, I'm going to go with Fukumenke Noise. Oh, I watched one episode of that and dropped it instantly. Yeah, I watched a few more after that because I was hoping... Um, again, this is coming back to my love for shoujo manga and anime. I was just hoping for more from it. The whole thing is supposed to be about how this girl sings and what her voice does to people and this and that and that and this. 
And so there's some things where you really, really need the audio. I mean, something like uh, No Dame Cantabile wouldn't work as well, I feel, as a manga, just because it's so much about the music and how they play it and all of that. Well, there was originally a manga. I know it was originally a manga, manga. so it was this. But, and so when you're coming into something like this, you really want to put the work into that and this and that. But again, it's just similar to what I was saying about Masamune Kuno Revenge. You know, the music was so-so whatever, but it comes down to stupid misunderstandings caused by people who don't want to talk to each other, who have no reason to not talk to each other. But where's a girl and a boy can't have a decent no, conversation without their implying something else? No, it's stupid. You've got, <laughs> it's just, you've got a girl with two childhood friends and that somehow she gets in a position that she's going to meet with one of the childhood friends again. And for reasons untold, unless they explain them later, which I'm not going to bother sitting around for, they're like, nope. He doesn't want to talk to her. What was the name of that one again? Fukumenke Noise. Fukumenke Noise. Yeah. And it, it was no good. <sighs> Hated it. What didn't you like in spring? I did not like um, what I will say at the salesman. Mm, yeah, it's because it's old and you don't like old things. Um, well, I married you. <laughs> <Bitch>. <laughs> no, what it was. Um, so it's the it's a new telling, a new animation from what our salesman from the, I don't even know when. I think it's the 60s. If I remember 60s. right, it was done by Fujio Fujio. The manga duo who, in an odd twist, also did Doraemon. Oh, uh, that explains a lot. Does it really? Well, mostly the animation style. Mostly okay. the art style, I guess. But it was just, um, I mean, you could tell it was based on an older art style, which was fine. I've watched stuff before. But it was just, again, I like happy endings. I mean, sure, I'm fine with seriousness and drama, but it was just every single story was just depressing and horrible and people who obviously people who did bad things got their just desserts mm -hmm. but people who hadn't done anything wrong and were simply tricked by the salesman ended up in terrible situations and i didn't like that yeah it was written during a weird time it's an acquired taste in a way it's very much almost like blackjack in that yeah, i wasn't a fan of blackjack either. <laughs> blackjack's so good um where it looks more just like human humanity human nature what happens mm. if you tempt people and normally it's you know, even in Japan, you get people who are selfish. Even and, in Japan? Well, because, you know, the majority of anime is like, oh, everyone's really lovely and we're really strong community driven and we take care of the old. But there are still people, I mean, there's people all over the world who are selfish and who trick you and who are just assholes. And I think a lot of Westerners have this image of Japan as being like really holistic and nice where in reality you it's not entirely <laughs> it's like um i meet japanese people and i say i'm from england and they're like oh england that means all the english people are gentlemen and they're so much nicer than japanese men and i'm like you've not met british guys have you <laughs> they're not gentlemen <laughs> so summer summer what did you like from summer summer when i was looking over it and i wasn't including a lot of sequels and things like that or things i hadn't finished um and you're not going to like this answer. Oh, no. I like gamers. Oh, seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah. Gamers was fun. I just, it was your classic romance septagon. <laughs> classic septagon? Yes. <laughs> um, not love triangle. We're moving up. No, because septagon would be seven was it just people pentagon? involved. There was six in the end. Oh, I guess if you got the younger sister? Yeah. But, well, the, but they also really don't know interest. who the other ones are. So you kind of have um, seaweed hair, who almost counts for three characters. Seaweed hair. Yes. 
Obviously, memorable characters that you remember all their names. Yeah, see we here. <laughs> so what was Gamers but, about? So Gamers is you've got a bunch of people who in some way or another have some connection to playing video games, and then this huge, tangled romance story begins to ravel itself. I'd say unravel, but nothing is decided. Ah. <laughs> and <laughs> it's they, I just thought they were actually pretty realistic characters, which made me laugh. That is, um, I have to agree they were realistic characters. And part of the problem, here to completely, you know, just go yeah. with what I'm saying. Hang on. A lot of the issues is people won't talk to each well, other. Yeah. But it's them trying to unravel what they're not talking about because they do talk to people. They just talk to the wrong people, which makes me laugh a lot. So you've got main character and he kind of becomes forced friends with another character who has a girlfriend, but then he thinks that his new friend is cheating on his girlfriend with another character who likes him, and he thinks that she's like a school idol and whatever, and so he starts forming a friendship with the girlfriend, but honestly, she's just more of a support friendship rather than a relationship, and so the guy who he's friends with thinks that his girlfriend's cheating on him with him because they keep talking together at a family restaurant to try to figure out if the friend is actually cheating on the girlfriend. I've seen the show and I was lost. It was brilliant. <laughs> it made me laugh. I, the characters were all stupid and it, a lot of fun. I'm going to flip it around and actually see what I didn't like for summer. Oh, are you? Because I didn't like gamers. Right I have, Yeah, I have gamers. Well, the thing is, is it had a, such a great start. It had this, this um, the first scene was everyone standing in class around the two main characters, the main girl and the main guy going what what's happening and then it kind of jumps back and and it leads up to this whole situation and this whole situation um happens in about episode six i think it was about episode six or maybe oh, episode later eight than that. yeah that was later than that um actually no because this whole season finished on episode 11 and then episode 12 was like a special random thing they threw in so i actually think it was around episode six i still think it was later and i loved that build up i loved everything up to that moment and then after that the problem I had with it was that characters didn't just didn't talk to each other. <laughs> That's why I didn't like about it. Like it was, it had this great setup, and things are going to go somewhere. But then the main character just he he just acts like the protagonist in a harem anime. He just doesn't have any personality. He did. He's a loner. He, he doesn't know how to talk to people. He likes playing video games. He more doesn't than know people, how to talk to people, he, but he's still able to talk to people. Like. He's, he talks to one character and one person online and all the rest he has trouble with. Yeah, but then once, as soon as he, like, after an episode, he's fine talking with them. Like, you say he makes friends with the pink-haired girl and they hang out in the family restaurant all the time. Yeah, but that's more her pushing. Yeah, but as soon as she has a problem, he'll drop everything and run to her. And they become friends. They do become friends, and I like that. But I also didn't like that it didn't resolve anything, that it felt like it got to a point and then didn't go anywhere. Mm, I think it did resolve things. I think uh, I think it kind of still left one of the characters out there in the blue, but that's because, again, much like the main character, she was a loner who didn't know how to make that push, whereas the main character was very much more gregarious, and so she sees what she wants and goes for it, whereas the other one doesn't, yeah, but because she doesn't know what she wants until it's too late. Uh, I, I honestly thought when it started that it would be about them all joining the game club. And I was actually really interested in in the characters who were in the game club already, and that didn't happen either. So it was like, they seemed to be going in one direction and then went in something completely different. And it, it just, at the end, it really frustrated me that I hadn't got an ending. I hadn't got a resolution to this. 
love hexagon. But you didn't. But you didn't. They hinted at one and then didn't follow through. In Japanese culture, they practically shouted it from the rooftops. Oh, no, they didn't. Because, again, they then had the ex- the special episode in episode 12, which then didn't really do anything. Uh, I, I was frustrated by it. Um, what I did like from summer of 2017 was, again, another one that you didn't see. It was Princess Principal. I watched some of it. You watched some of it, but you didn't finish it. It's true. I, I finished all of it, and I loved every minute of it. Um, the animation was, again, fantastic. I love the costume designs. I love that steampunky kind of setting. It was um, all about this uh, kind of series of spies working under the princess um, because the empire has taken over most of Europe, including London, or at least like the southeast of England, and they've walled it off from the rest of England. And so the princess is trying to get rid of the wall. She's trying to reunite reunite the people again and take England away from um, the empire's rule with her group of schoolgirl spies who are all adorable and amazing. I love the the interaction between the characters as well. And the chemistry, again, you had between the princess and um, the main character is really cute because, again, I love my Yuri. But again, it wasn't blatant Yuri. You know, for someone who says you don't like blackjack or wow salesmen, you seem to be perfectly fine with people screwing over others for their own ends so long as they're cute little girls doing it. Yes. Episode one starts with them totally... So, basic premise, of course, Cold War Berlin, except for it's London, and it's steampunk. And episode one is them screwing over a scientist because it helps further their cause with no regards to him or his family. No, he... Um, the reason they kill him is because he double-crosses them. He set them up because he was promised by the bad guys that everything will be fine, blah, blah, blah. So even though the main characters save his sister because they've double-crossed them, they have no choice but to kill him. That's what I took from it. Okay. (laughs) That's the interesting thing is that people do die. It's not exactly a happy story, but it goes really interesting places and there's a plot twist towards the end that I did not see coming. That was good and i'm not going to tell you because you need to watch it and i don't want to spoil it for people not asking (laughs) so for what i didn't like for summer uh again i narrowed it down to a couple um one of which just a quick one word don't watch it would be for kepeki danshiao yamakun said at the beginning i love my sports anime i love my hot bloodedness they just made it boring kepeki danshi that was the one about the soccer player who couldn't yeah, who had um, yeah, gem- dropped, who was germophobic. I dropped that like two I actually want to finish it. Really? I've, yeah. Well, maybe we can give it another shot. But well, I can finish it on my own if you're not interested. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> but the one that really got, that I just ended up dropping, I feel no ish- no need to re- finish, would be Centaur no Naomi. Yeah, that was also on my list of um, things that I didn't like. Yeah, Centaur's worries. And for me, it didn't know what it wanted to be. There were bits of it that I was like, this seems really odd or out of place or interesting. It It was kind of like, a monster girl in modern time slice of life, but at the same time, it really wanted to be like social commentary and or this weird, almost like, I don't even know how to describe it. It was just like trying to go in these weird government conspiracy angles, but most of the time it was just weird monster girl slice of life, and it didn't do really either of them that well. I mean, we like a monster girl slice of life because Demi-chan, Demi-chan wa kataritai uh conversations with demi-chan monster girls monster girls oh it was monster girls 
don't oh, know what the English title was for that. But uh, Demi Chan was was adorable. That was a monster girl slice of life done right. And it even had social commentary. Yeah, and it was good. Yeah, Sentinel Yami just creeped me out at points. The whole shadow government who will take you away to be re-educated if you do something wrong. Kind of like the Earth Nation from uh, Avatar. The heroes of the show. <laughs> there was no war in Bossing Se. They protected their people. We're getting off the subject. We're getting off subject. <laughs> Fall. I have the strangest feeling that we're going to have chosen the same anime for this one. Oh. Just because it was so good. Yes. In Fall. And it ticked like all of your boxes and all of my boxes. I'm actually surprised you didn't pick the other one. But Seriously? I'd... For best anime in Fall? Uh, my favorite anime falls 2017 would be Net Juno Susume. Yeah, Net Juno Susume was fantastic. Uh, it was my favorite too. <laughs> I think the English title was Recovery of an MMO Junkie. Which, which is Jen a terrible hates. translation because A, she's not recovering. B, well, yeah, she's an MMO junkie, but it makes it sound like a bad thing. In Japan, once again, the country that it's from and the culture it's looking at, yes. staying at home and turning yourself into a neat so you can live a life online is a bad thing. Yes, but this was the English translation. The Japanese English title was actually Recommendations for Net Life, which I think worked way better. Was it? It was, yeah, because it li they literally they directly translated Neto Juno Susume. Uh, so it was Recommendations uh, for a Net Life, which would have been so good because that's the whole thing was that they found they were isolated characters who didn't have, who struggled in society. I guess the main guy didn't really struggle that much, but he... Oh, the only time he found solace was online with their friends. And it was beautiful and it was so cute. It was an adorable romance story. It has the best wingman of all seasons, <laughs> all anime. He was hilarious. He was the best wingman. Yeah, it was brilliant. I mean, if you've played an MMO, you'll watch this and you'll see things that you've done. If you've played any MMO game, um, any phone game from Japan... You'll watch them rolling on the gacha and hate themselves, and you'll say, yep, I've been there, done that. You'll see them not sleeping and going out to the store in with, like, no makeup and messy hair, and it's like, yep, yeah, I feel you. Like, you don't want to bother getting dressed up just to go down to the store. <laughs> it felt realistic in that aspect. <laughs> and every episode, you're kind of like, oh, shoot, I need to watch next week. You know, there's never a, oh, that was a cute episode. It was always a, so... How long is seven days again? Which yeah. is whenever an anime makes you feel that, it's doing something right. Yeah. If we didn't watch it every week, we would have binged it in a single day. I bet you anything we would have. So what didn't you like in fall? Um, Actually, that was really hard because everything I watched I liked, but I'm going to have to say Kino's Journey. Kino no Tabi. I like it. I'm enjoying I enjoyed it, but there was something about it where I was going, wait what that was a dick move it's kind of there was a lot of kind of a wtf moments where i don't know it felt out of character i was i was disappointed that kino's gender wasn't hidden as well like i really liked that in the original series from like a decade ago where they it was very subtle about it and you really couldn't tell whereas this one they kind of really emphasized her feminine features i don't know there was just Something off about it, but maybe it's because I'm a fan of the original. Even though I did enjoy it, there was just something that kind of bugged me. On the flip side, I, I never watched the original Kino, and I've seen a few of the episodes in the new one, and I've quite enjoyed them. Kind of going on this world journey and doing what it takes to survive in a dangerous and difficult world. Maybe I'm just a little more cynical, but yeah, I saw nothing wrong with it. <laughs> 
Uh, for what I didn't like for that season, there's actually two of them. Um, both of them I didn't like for either reasons, for different reasons. Emoto uh, Sayarebayi was just garbage. I didn't even watch that because of what you told me. It was just garbage. Um, when I read the synopsis for it, it What's sounded the... like it could have been interesting. It was kind of, it looked like, more like it would be commentary about some of the weird ancestral tones in anime that I frankly just hate. I mean, things like Ore no Emoto ga konli koai waki ganai is garbage, horrible. What was the English title for oh, I can't um, remember. Emoto hey, A little sister could be fine too or something. I don't know. <laughs> I don't think they'd call it that. We op- The ep- first yeah. episode opens with like a naked little girl sitting on top of a guy in bed going, big brother, big brother. And I was like, oh, this isn't going to be any good. And I didn't make it through the first episode. I'm just not doing that. Not my style. Not dealing with that crap. And then the other one was there was a second season of Osamatsu-san. And the fact that enough people watch the first one to get a second one just tells me that clearly I've got differing opinions from a lot of people out there. I feel like the people who like um, Osamatsu-san are the same people who like um, Sakamoto Desuka. Another garbage anime. Which was a we did not like. I just don't get why it's funny, and I don't understand why Otsumasa-san is funny either. And we've probably just turned away a bunch of people, but it's just not our type of humor. Brilliant. <laughs> um, I, I actually didn't even start watching Otsumasa-san season two, because I tried watching Otsumasa-san season one and hated it. And so, as I said before, the fact that we got a second season just befuddles me. And I understand that some people like different things, but when I was watching the first season, it just seemed like, so you've got six different brothers, but the only difference in their characters is that they're different kinds of asshole. Mm. And, you know, I mean, I know Japan loves its assholes. You've got one in every show. I mean, currently running right now, Boku no Hero Academia is blowing up everywhere and Bakugo has no character type except for being an asshole. Yeah, but he has a, he's an asshole with potential to grow. Maybe. Whereas Osamatsu-san doesn't. You had, you had Naruto running for hundreds of episodes and its main character because let's face it, it wasn't naruto it was sasuke was an asshole it, in japan seems to love these characters but people sit there and argue i go to conventions and people are like oh you have to choose which brother was your favorite and i'm like yeah it's like going out and picking through six different piles of crap that your dog left on the lawn <laughs> well this one's green must have fed him the wrong milk bone <laughs> maybe i'm bitter but i didn't like it is what i'm saying maybe you're bitter I couldn't tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess there are areas where we have very similar tastes and areas where we really don't. I don't understand. Like, uh, really? Konosuba? Konosuba is brilliant. If that ever get, that is getting a season three, and it I will be watching it every week. It is getting season three. I don't understand why it's popular. And I will be watching it every week. Yet I will also be watching it every week. Sucker. Because it's 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 entertaining, but I don't know why I like it. But I don't like it. Uh, it, it infuriates me. 2018 is coming up. Yep. Starting up this week, actually. This week or next week. Yeah, actually, a few um, seasons have already started. A yep. few episodes started today. And there's a lot coming out, but it's going to be fun. I really want to watch Gakko and Babysitters this season. Yes. I love the manga for that. Uh, Wes keeps telling me to read the manga, and I haven't done it yet. <laughs> there's going to be a new season of Cutie Honey coming out this year. Mm, which I also haven't seen. There was a, uh, I think there's a new Devil Man coming out. Which I also haven't seen. <laughs> <laughs> well, this is why we're doing recommendations for my attack of spouse, because there's so much that either of us haven't seen or read that we want the other one to see and read. Yes, we do. Um, we do have some good episodes coming up for that. We've been recommending things that are a little bit out there. Um, and 
few popular things as well that the other one just never got around to. I do hope that you will continue listening. Hopefully we haven't turned you all off by this first episode and trashing everything you like. We probably have. (laughs) No, uh, so yeah, um, future episodes will be just a short, similar thing, asking each other what we thought of the shows that we recommended each other and judging each other profusely on our differing or similar tastes. Probably differing. And then judging each other on what we haven't seen because apparently not watching Trigun is a sin. The fact that you haven't seen it is ridiculous. (laughs) Well, I'm gonna watch it now. I'm watching it now. Good. <laughs> so yeah, um, thanks for listening. <laughs>